listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done the blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoach. And I am Omer Kaplan. Hey, long time. Yes, indeed. We are back after a short break uh, to bring you more gaming, which we did game. So we have stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're going yes. to bring it to you blazing fast, as always. Yes, indeed. Uh, how have you been over the last three weeks or so? Uh, oh, so it was great. I just came back from uh, a two-day vac- quick vacation uh, because we don't get to take long vacations now at work. Um, but it was awesome. We went to a cabin in the middle of the woods. And, you know, like, woods you in were, the U.S. is like... You, you, you were at, at a cabin in the woods. I was in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> um, and it was, like, it was the most... Like, you literally drive and you get to like the the world of Instagram where like everything is like super nice and high end and <laughs> it was like a huge it's not like a small cabin it's like a, imagine like a huge complex with like seven bedrooms and we had everything for like for ourselves so we were four people um, and everything is like super like super nicely designed and you know with the whole like crazy Ohio weather so we had like summer one day and then literally snow overnight and winter experience the next day. So I got to take like a hot tub when they're slowing outside. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, no, all in all, it was great. Uh, this area has like low Wi-Fi, so I get to read a whole bunch of books, just hang out. Um, yeah, so do some campfire. And yeah, it was awesome. It was great. How about you? How's, how's life? How's things? Last week we had uh, Independence Day holiday, so it was like... Um... Memorial Day was Wednesday and then Independence Day was uh, Thursday. Um, I, I was, for the last two years, ever since I, I started working in Stream Element, I plan to take the half days uh, for the holiday for the eve. I plan, I plan to, to take them, uh, to take the half day off, but I always end up working. Uh, so this is what happened this time as well. Uh, it's, it's, and it's not that, like, I, 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 like like I said, I plan to take the day off, but then I I get in the morning, and then people need things, and I need to take care of things, and and overall I needed to work, so I worked. Um, but then we had like a long weekend, uh, two and a, uh, three and a half days. But yeah. what happened is that I did a lot of schoolwork, and I I uh, worked on my game. And I ended up like not doing any vacationy stuff and basically burning myself out. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was interesting. I I, I had a, I, I had a, a holiday and I burned myself out doing all day. That sounds both exciting and un- unhealthy at the same time. Yeah, uh, it 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 was a thing that I I worked on my game for like ten hours over the over that weekend and I am. Um, I started um, on on Friday evening, and then I I did some and on Saturday morning, and I streamed it, and then I took a break and and uh, took a nap and stuff, and then I I got up the, uh, from the nap and I continued to working on it, and that was a mistake. I I need I didn't I shouldn't have done it. I should have left it for another day. Uh, so now I learned. I I learned that the most 
uh, I should spend on like uh, intense um, cerebral work is like three to four hours a day and, and more than that just is uh, counterproductive. Uh, but speaking speaking on on my um, my game dev uh, um, shenanigans I'm, I'm I'm making a game and uh, I'm streaming some of it uh, so far a lot of it uh, over at twitch.tv slash isol.me so uh, any any listener can uh, follow the channel uh, it's usually on Saturdays uh, Israeli morning so that's US nights uh, more or less um and then we also have uh i revamped the entire discord server so it has few uh, um not few more why did i say few it has more channels uh but better organized it's now uh, uh an official community server uh it also has a channel for uh for uh, listeners to the podcast to to chat so that's that's a thing as well uh, so yeah, so that's a thing. It's uh, it's over. You can join it by going to isol.me slash discord and you will get the permanent invite to the discord. Um, yeah, so it's kind of exciting. All of that. Sounds like, sounds like you need a vacation. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, uh, we are in the second semester of, uh, of the master's degree. So I can't really not do anything. <laughs> so this week we, we had to present like a first playable version of a project. And I worked on that a lot. And then next week I need to do uh, an Arduino project. Uh, and mm, also nice. some, some artificial intelligent uh, um, exercises for another class and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I can't really uh, rest. And, and I work at the, at the same time. I still have a full-time job on top of that and we record podcasts from time to time <laughs> yes all so right this podcast, so yeah yeah so this tell, podcast tell, it's it's the burn hello uh in each episode of hello. this show uh we discuss a game we are playing and like or dislike and some current news um today we're going to talk about uh the game immortals phoenix rising and uh, i'll just get into it after this uh water break Yes. So, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is a Ubisoft um, game, one of the other studios, I, th- I think it's Ubisoft Quebec or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's basically what you get if you take um, it's inspirations from Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, like... Well, the entire uh, cartoony aesthetic, although I like how Immortals did it a lot better. It's not cel-shaded and stuff. Um, and, and the gliding. Uh, and some of the stamina systems, but not really. Uh, you take some inspirations, I, I, I imagine, from Genshin Impact. And then you put both of those on top of an Assassin's Creed game. But you take all the serious stuff out of it. Um, and what you get is a really, really fun game based on uh, um, um, Greek mythology, where we play as Phoenix. Phoenix is a character which you can um, you can design however you like, and you can change it anytime during the game. So you can choose any body type, and you can choose either a, a manly or feminine voice. Uh, and then the basically that's what's what that's what determine your your character's gender and how 
you will be addressed in the game. So you can choose the feminine voice and have a manly body and people will just uh, refer you as a woman. Uh, so that's that was a cool thing. And um, I, I'm jumping ahead, but this entire game is, is really queer and that's amazing. Like Ubisoft did like, an entire 180 about everything they used to say. Um, there, there are a ton of reference to gay relationship in, uh, in Greek mythology. Uh, and people ogle Apollo all the time. Uh, and so th there, are, there are a lot of those things. Uh, th there are references to, to non-binary character and trans transgender character. So uh, really good job with representation in this game. Um, and, and funnily enough, they didn't get any like huge uproar or anything. No one cared. It went straight under the radar, and that's great. That's the best kind of representation. It's there. Uh, it's it's making the world a better place, uh, and and no one was angry. So that's amazing. Um, and yeah, the entire game doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, it's full of humor, and it's beautiful. Uh, you basically get uh, a... S well, it's an open world game, but it's not like the size of an Assassin's Creed. It's um, about 40 to 50 hours long, depending on the difficulty uh, you take. Uh, and one of the things I love about it is that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have a quest log. Basically, the entire game is emergent. You explore the map and you find things. You can uh, you can climb to high places like Assassin's Creed, but there are not like ton of those everywhere. There are basically five. Uh, every section of the map has a statue, and you climb to the top of the statue, and you do, uh, and that's an ascendance, and then you reveal the map, and from that place. From every place, you can do a, a far sight, which let you mark the map for uh, things you reveal, like like uh, chest location and puzzle locations and stuff like that, and um, vaults, which are well the uh, parallel of shrines from uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild, uh, and all sorts of things. And then there are quests, but beside the main quest, which are marked on the map you find quests along the way, randomly. Uh, and, and you can mark them or don't mark them, but there is never like a quest log where you keep all of the things. Uh, and it's great. It's, it's give you such um, um, a sense of exploration and, and finding things. And, and uh, one of the things you can um, find and add to your character are mounts. Uh, there are like, I don't know, there are over a dozen different type of mounts uh, and you find them over the world and you need to uh, approach the animal and tame it and it's really nice and it's everything is is, is very simple and done with the same mechanics um, uh, and and it's it's very it's one of the most polished and tight games I've played in a while it's not a very I wouldn't say it's a it's an it's a it's um like it's it's not it's not the best game. It doesn't do anything innovative or new, but everything it does it does extremely well, um, and that's one of the most important things. Now, uh, there there is combat in this game. It's very like secondary. There are not a ton of of different enemies to fight. 
and all the enemies of a certain type has always the same uh, attacks and tactics, and uh, that's kind of, well, similar to Breath of the Wild and, and Genshin Impact. Um, and you can choose the difficulty level of the encounters. I played on easy, and it was just the right amount for me. Uh, when I defeated bosses, I felt like I was a hero. Uh, and that's actually one of the things this game does very well throughout its experience. It's let you feel like a Greek hero. Uh, I think they did it amazingly well. You have all sorts of, of godly powers that you get, uh, and, and the, the game lets you use them and in a very cool way all the time. And that ties us up to the core of the game, which is the puzzles. Uh, and that is where people will be divided about this game. People that like... The puzzles um, will like the game, and people that dislike the puzzle will not like the game. I had a few conversations of, of Twitter with people that complained that there are a lot of, of like um, platforming puzzles uh, across the game, and there are a lot of those, and they don't like them. And I, I really like them. I think I think uh, they are very well done, uh, and, and there there is a variety of puzzles like. Um, the the overworld has specific type of puzzles. There, there is the the liar puzzle, liar liar. There is the liar puzzle. Uh, liar is a is a musical instrument. <laughs> it's like a um, how do you say? What's the <clears throat> not violin? Violin is another thing. I don't remember. Like har- like yeah, har- thank you. Like 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 a harp, but on, with only four strings. Okay. That's a liar. Uh, and you find small lyres across the world and you play them and you need to listen to the music and uh, technically you can see which of the strings light up. And then you go back to the big lyre and you um, play the same melody uh, and then you, you solve the puzzle like that. Those are the puzzles that I didn't actually do because I, I can't like go over the map and remember <laughs> things <laughs> memory puzzles are not for me so those puzzles i opened the polygon guide and i just did them like they told me and that's that was it but every other puzzle uh from time to time i needed help um there are some very i don't know i think smart puzzles uh, there were only very few locations where i felt frustrated that i couldn't do something even if i understood what to do uh, so most of the time, um, I think the the um, the resolution for the puzzles are are fairly proper and 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 understandable and don't like go outside of what the game tells you. It's also this game is one of the best examples of uh, do don't show like. There is, there is like an axiom in filmmaking, show, don't tell. Uh, show something happening, don't tell, talk about it in dialogue. Uh, and in game design, it's do, don't show. Don't just show the player something passively. Have him do it. Have them do it. Uh, and this game is, is the perfect example of that. There is very, very little tutorial, uh, very little explanation. Uh, the game just guides you through what you need to do in an in a escalating uh, series of challenges, and it just clicks. 
uh, and it, it's just such a good feeling uh, to do it. So the overworld has some other um, type of puzzles like there are a bunch of environmental puzzles where you need to like unlock some stuff. So you need to put a box on a switch or you need to stand in a certain place. So there was a very um, unique puzzle where you needed to guide uh, a burning ember through a maze without being able to yourself stand inside the maze. You needed to 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 like guide it from the outside. You you threw the ember into the maze and then you step on the outside and you needed to pull it through with a special power you have that let you like uh, use telekinesis and stuff. Uh, and you needed to not drop it into the water until the end. So that was very unique. Um, and then all of those puzzles together come into those little um, scenes where, for example, there are constellation puzzles that you create constellations. And most of the constellations we, we have today are based on Greek mythology. So uh, the entire game is narrated by uh, Prometheus and Zeus talking. And basically... Promises is telling Zeus the game. You are not playing what actually happens. You are playing the story of how Prometheus is telling Zeus what is happening. Uh, so sometimes uh, they, it, it, they will stop in a scene and Zeus will say something different and the whole scene will change because it's a story and things change. So um, Prometheus and Zeus constantly like talk about the stories of the Greek mythology um, and it's a great way to learn about Greek mythology uh, and they also like if you're if you're a, a younger person and you play this game the references you, you will go uh, above your head but if you are a, a more mature person that learned the thing into about Greek mythology uh, the game developers put a subtext for everything for example how uh, Zeus is a terrible person that cheated on his wife and raped a bunch of people, how uh, a, a bunch of g Greek gods just killed people without uh, remorse or tricked people or stuff like all the horrible things that Greek mythology actually was. Um, they put it there as a, as a subtext until the very end where the entire point of the game is to teach Zeus that he was a terrible father. Um, and that, that is done very well. Like the build up to the end, all the little hints they put uh, everywhere. I think that people that don't know the Greek mythology will be impacted by the story more. Um, but on the other hand, they wouldn't be, uh, they wouldn't enjoy all the subtext along the way and stuff, uh, which is, which is another thing. So for example, there is a story about how Aphrodite, uh, was, created and the clean version of the story talks about the foam that floated on the waves but the actual story the foam was let's say the genetic material of another god <laughs> uh, so yeah this, those sorts of hints and subtexts and, and stuff like that um so yeah, there are there are spikes spikes of difficulty on the game. Like um, you, the, the game is, is is structured very strictly. There are four areas 
technically five, but the fifth error is like a, a, a smaller, more uh, linear um, uh, location. Um, there are four areas very much similar to the four areas of Breath of the Wild. Each area has, has their own guide you need to save and uh, their own uh, mini boss you need to fight and you can do it in any order and you can fight the mini boss early. And if you do it early, they won't be annoying you throughout the, <laughs> the rest of the exploration period. However, you may not be strong enough or it will be a difficult fight. By the middle of the game, I just went and killed all the mini bosses in order to stop them from, from uh, annoying me. Uh, but then, at, at least at, at uh, like the first act of the game, um, going into the second... Every time you save a god, the difficulty, the, the state of the world uh, raises in level. So, um, and that level is represented by the color of the enemies. They started from blue, then red, and purple. Uh, so, you start with all the enemies in, in the world being blue. And then when you free the first god, probably Aphrodite, um, some, of the, uh, some of the, oh, sorry, red and then blue. So everyone starts red, and so af after um, releasing Aphrodite, some of the enemies become blue, and then after killing the first mini boss and starting on the second quest, uh, all of the enemies turn blue, and then progressing a bit, some of the enemies become purple, and then all the enemies become purple, uh, and then beside the like normal enemies, there are uh, overworld bosses. There are like four or five legendary lieutenants and then legendary enemies. Um, some of them are stupid. Like there are normal enemy minotaurs in the game. And there is like the famous legendary minotaur. But in Greek mythology, there was only one minotaur, the legendary one. There weren't any others. So that's weird. Uh, but for example, Cyclops, there are a bunch of them, which is fine. Cyclops are supposed to be a lot of them. Uh, there is Medusa as a boss, and there is, are a bunch of Gorgon, uh, of Gorgon normal enemies Gorgon, uh, which also fine. Uh, so stuff like that. There, there is like the RP Queen that you can kill. Um, the whatever is named the lion that, uh, that fought Hercules. Sorry, Heracles. The game, the the game corrects you on the pronunciation. Uh, Zeus say Hercules, um, and then and Prometheus corrects him to Heracles, and he say that's the correct way to say it. <laughs> uh, so th those those are the kind of things um, you can find in the game. So yeah, um, I really like it. Um, and and as I said, it will it will rise or fall depending on how you like the puzzles because this game is 80 percent puzzles and i enjoy them greatly um but probably not for everyone yeah so this, is, this is what I, this is what i like about the, the podcast so i <laughs> i played about three hours of the game uh and i admittedly i played it right after i finished playing assassin's creed odyssey so i had my fair share of like greek setting um, but so I played it and then the first thing I noticed is like what you said, it was kind of like they took everything that's annoying about like Breath of the Wild and cleaned it. So no breaking weapons. Thank right. You. Right. And, right. and you know, the stamina system was great and the gliding was awesome. And then 
actually the sword, the the fighting is really nice. So you can like knock enemies up into the air and then do mm-hmm. like anime style go anime on them. And so everything was great. And then so I played it. And the what another thing I liked is the customization. Like you said, it's you can. You know, you get a helmet, you like transmog it, you can get a sword. Right. One one of the best things about the game is that you can touch, just switch the looks of your game to anything you want. Yeah. And then like at any time. So they, they literally took, you know, all the good stuff about an Assassin's Creed game, all the good stuff about Breath of the Wild and combined it. And then mm-hmm. I really like the game doesn't take itself like too seriously. So there's a place for your hardcore Assassin's Creed, like lore and games. And like Phoenix is like an... It really like a breath of fresh air, so it was really nice. But then, and it, and and the range combat is also nice. And then I got to the puzzles, and the first and I I so I, the first one I did, I was like, okay, well, this game, you know, it has some puzzles, that's fine. But then I got like to the second puzzle, it was like harder one, and I was like, oh my god, do I have like to spend like the entire game? I just like want to anime fight people. Why do I have to like do puzzles all day? And so yeah, that, so. that's exactly it. This is not the anime fi- fighting game. This is the puzzle game where there are some enemies to annoy you. <laughs> I know, but the fighting like the like the fighting is so good and like everything all the mechanisms are so good and like the narrative and the story and you, like, the you, do, you don't even know the fighting became becomes so much better when you get all the godly powers. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I have like like three hours on it, but because um, I'm like dedicating myself to Valhalla right now, but uh, I'm definitely going to play it. It's like a super fun game. I'm going to get over the puzzle hate at some point. You know, it's just puzzles. It's like they're not like overly complicated. It's just like they just exist. So, <laughs> they exist. Yes, they exist. Exactly. It's like it's, it's not hard. Like you're not going to spend like a lot of time on them, but it's like. To me, they just like get in the way of all the fun stuff. So it's like, okay, well, I, like, let me just rush through the puzzle so I can like do all the fun stuff I want. Um, but no, the world is like super fun and colorful, and the art style is great. So I mean, it's definitely a game I'm gonna play. Um, so yeah, no, that that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's a cool, it's a cool game. Yeah, I, I, um, I I would like to say that it's great that Ubisoft went and did like an original IP and I would like them to do more uh, original ideas. And at the same time, I want them to do, take this game and make me uh, a, 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 an Egyptian one. <laughs> so I want to just, just take the Assassin's Creed and like replicate it. I, I want this game in, in uh, Egyptian mythologies is my favorite mythology. Um, the thing is, this game, as I said, is very good and make you feel like a Greek hero. And in Egyptian mythology, they don't really have heroes. So they will yeah. need to do something about that. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, very good game. Very good game. Yeah, Highly recommended uh, if you like puzzles. Uh, let's do like three minutes of, uh, of news. You put a lot of news. So... Um, Okay, instead of okay, instead of news, I want to share with you something for my Valhalla play because I, we don't get to talk about it, and I need your opinion. Okay. So okay, so I'm playing Valhalla, super good game. After playing Odyssey, I really like some of the improvement they did there. You know, some combat system, not as many like sailing a boat, which is nice. I mean, it's just <laughs> a moderate amount of sailing a boat. It's just the right, right, the right amount. I thought you liked the selling of boats. No, it's. I mean, it's nice, but now I now I saw the light. Now I saw like how a good amount of sailing look like. So <laughs> so it's it's nice. Rating is nice, but okay. I'm gonna tell you about the experience I had, and tell me if you felt it too. 
Okay. At some point, at some point, I met one of the vendors that let you buy like exotic weapons, whatever. And then I bought a like a two-handed like long sword, and I felt like at some point I was playing like a, a Witcher game. In like you know, this is like what the witch like the next version of Witcher should have been. It's like an open world game. I have a two you know a two-handed sword. I have all these like abilities. You know, the fighting is like super smooth. I I see like all those like Nordic places. Did you get like Witcher vibes out of out of Valhalla a little bit? No. No. No, but I will tell you why. I never take two-handed weapons in this game because I don't like slow combat. Oh yeah, you play like assassinations and rage, right? I well, the thing with Valhalla is that the game takes you really hard into aggressive combat. Uh, so I just I play uh, two hundred um, two axes, not two hundred oh, two like axes. I I go all the way into the um, Nordic berserker playstyle. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah, so I'm doing um, like I, a- I, I I will say uh, some of the mythology uh, is is very Witcher like, which to be expected, Slavic Nordic, very close to one another. The troll curse zones, very Witcher-like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, so some some of it uh, has connections, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, Witcher is a little bit more like gothic in experience, but yeah, like more like a little bit of more dark fantasy, but not a whole lot. I mean, like the level of like gore is the same, and so I really got Witcher vibes, which is gonna gonna nice. make me make me want a good Witcher game. Speaking of Witcher, uh, <laughs> one like. Le- so I played, uh, there was a huge Cyberpunk 2077 patch coming out, fixed a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. like tons of stuff, and I played it a little bit, and game is still okay. Do I recommend playing it if you want it bug-free? Probably not. Um, so it's pretty much like, just so you know, it's still like pretty much the same state, less obvious bugs. <laughs> I, I, honest, honestly, I think we're at a point where I don't think people are ever going to be happy with this game. So if you want to play like this like, uh, GTA light, like GTA in the future game, play Cyberpunk. Other than that, I, I wouldn't wait specifically for like the Mother of All I, I would just... actually play a GTA, uh, a sci-fi GTA game. Uh, I don't... I, I, well, it's it's another it's another conversation. I don't know what people expected of this game. I don't know. Yeah. I, anyway. Yeah, I think they I think they expected like super complex like dialogue trees and like play as you like but, and. But that's not like, what The Witcher was. Uh, never mind. L- let's continue. Yeah. No, I think we're done. I think we're like done. Even though I can continue this conversation for hours. You wanted to to you started with Cyberpunk and you wanted to go into the new Witcher mobile game. That's what you said. Speaking of Witcher. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, it's the same <laughs> studio. So, yeah, long story short, there's a new uh, mobile Witcher game coming up, which is a combination of, like, Pokemon Go and, like, the in a Witcher, like, theme. Listen, I, I don't, I you know, I think I just value the IP too much, where, like, everything that came out, especially after, like, the Witcher Thronebreaker game, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, super, like, one of the best, like, those type of games I played, like, super, super good. So everything that came out of, like, this IP is, like, very polished and, and like, true to the source that I don't know how you feel about, like, a Pokemon Go version of it. So well, ah, I was like, ah. Like, I, don't see, I don't see the issue. 
but uh, i did also yeah. did uh, wasn't one of the people that uh, think diablo immortal is a, is a crappy cash cash grab no oh no diablo, i mean you want diablo immortal was fine as it is i also played like, the league of legend mobile thing which everybody said it's like a cash grab and everything which Which is fine. It's just fine. <sighs> people should stop so, bitching about mobile games. Mobile games are fine. There are a lot of people that prefer to play on mobile. Give them good games. Don't let them stay with the hyper casual crap. Yeah. I mean, I, okay, so I'm not a mobile gamer. Just because, I'm not like, as well. But yeah, I, you know, I'm really happy where like quality companies it's not, like, it's, getting into it. Right. It's, it's not a thing of being a mobile game. Uh, in stream elements... We get new people all the time, and one of the things new people say when they introduce themselves is what kind of game they play. And people like apologize that they are not quote unquote gamers. Um, and I, I'm the one that always like um, explain to people, you don't need to play like 30 hours a week to be a gamer. You can play mobile games. It's fine. You don't need to be good at it as well. Like uh, yeah. someone that joined us uh, last week or some, uh, something. I don't remember when it was, but they said like, uh, I left gaming to my brother because I'm not good at it and I don't want to say what I'm playing. You don't need to be good at games to be a gamer. I play on easy all the time. I'm not good at games. I just like games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not gatekeeping, we're not gatekeeping gaming here. Exactly. Like, if, you play, if you enjoy games, you're a gamer. Welcome to the club. You exactly. Know, and it's fine if stuff. even if it's just Candy Crush. You can play a lot of Candy Crush and be a gamer. It's fine. Yep. I mean, it, yeah, it's all about like the, the, the identity that you adopt. You want, you know, you want to call also, it a gamer. Also, also, as, as, uh, if, if you said that already, you don't have to call yourself a gamer even if you play games. That's also fine. Yep. That's also fine. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah. for, for a minute and a half, I wanted to, to um, stop on something. Since you wrote about Force Giant Studios that are ex-Blizzard and, and Westwood people, another um, news from this week is that the head of Overwatch development yes. uh, left Jeff Blizzard did. after uh, 20 years Uh, joining a bunch of former Blizzard, like, long-timer that left the company, and now everyone is waiting to see which of the ex-Blizzard companies is going to join. <laughs> Because at yeah. this point, there are, like, five ex-Blizzard companies that are working on, on new games. And it's like, uh, if you remember when, uh, when uh, Mike Moheim uh, announced the, the new publishing company they started... I said that I was sure they, they, all those people leave Blizzard, wait until they call, the, the cool-off period is over, and then join a new, a new company. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like everybody's... I mean, I, so I don't have any visibility, and I'm not related to Jeff Kaplan at all, even though we have the same last name, and he's my, you know, no, no relationship there. I think, like, at, at least I... Let's say I have wishful thinking... that people are like missing the culture of like the early I'm, day. I'm a hundred percent sure that that's what it is. I, I, so I don't want to make assumptions, but I think, you know, when Blizzard was like a smaller company, you were like more tight, more like focused on like creative direction. Less Activision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so more focused on like, you know, done what it's done, making sure the product is like super polished and on brand. And yeah, I think... I think every, everything that's going to come out of these studios is going to be, you know, worthwhile 
Ah, that, that's an assumption I won't make. But no, I'm, I, mean, I'm, I, I will I'm very much want to see what they do. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be great, but I think it's going to be worthwhile to look at it in terms of like, what does the, you know, looking at the core culture brings. And I mean, listen, like that first giant studio that want to bring back real-time strategy, I'm very, like, this, this genre haven't been touched in a uh, while. I wish them all the luck, but over the last like 15 years, many people tried and many people failed. So I, I don't think people want to play those games anymore. Uh, but, yeah. but also this week, or last week, Age of Empires 4 was announced with, with a new trailer. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, see. let's wrap All it up. Right. We, we gave six extra minutes because of the, of the break. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's like it's another 20% of an episode. Yes, exactly. No, it's like now with 20% more episode in it. Yes, but, but uh, one time only. Uh, so this is all we have on the show today. And thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you, Omar, for being with me. Thank you for hosting. Of course. You can find us online on Twitter. I'm at Isel and Omer is at Omer Kaplan, but he barely visits Twitter, so don't try. That's a thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, find me on uh, twitch.tv slash Isel.me. I'm there. <clears throat> uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment, and leave your reviews on the preferred listen app. You can find all of them at theburn.live. And... Our opening team was created by Andorco and vocals by Fishy Twitch, both on Twitter as well. Thank you, and we'll see you at the next episode. Goodbye.